Welcome to the Sunday morning podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Horsham. This message is by Clive Urquhart. Don't you love just worshipping Jesus? I was like, carry on guys, forget the rest of the morning. Just let's worship Jesus. He's the only one worthy, isn't he? Thank you, Jesus. Let's all stand up so we just worship Jesus a bit more. I know we want to get into the word, but let's just lift our hands, shall we? Just worship him wherever you are. Just exalt him. Just say things in English. You don't have to speak in tongues, but just declare his wonders, how mighty, amazing Jesus. We worship you. We praise you. You're worthy of all glory, worthy of all honor. You're worthy, worthy, worthy. There is no one like you, Jesus. You're the only one who is worthy of all glory. All honour, all worship. You are the majesty. You are the mighty one. You're the awesome living God. You're the great I am. You're the beginning and the end. You're the author of life. You're the giver of life. You're the saviour. You're the healer. You're the deliverer. You're the one who has unfailing love. We thank you that you will never ever let us down. You're the same yesterday, today and forever. You're the king of all. You're the Lord of all. You're the mighty one. You're the majestic living God, the mighty Holy One. We praise your name, Jesus. You are Lord. You are God. There is no other name that is like your name. Your name is powerful. Your name is life. Your name is salvation. Your name is deliverance. Your name is above every other name. Jesus, the name that is higher than every name. We praise your name. We exalt you, Jesus. Living God, living Saviour, living Lord, majestic one. Oh, you're so good, so good, so good, so good. Oh, you're so good, so good. Jesus, just say his name. Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, no other name, no other name. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, 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 mighty awesome, Jesus, Jesus, oh, Jesus, 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 oh, you are Lord, you are God, you are good, we praise your name. Be exalted, Father. Be exalted, Jesus. Be exalted, Lord. Oh, living Lord, living God. Oh, you are the breath of life. The author of life. Oh, thank you that life is in you. All the life we need is in you. You are life itself. We praise your name. We honour your name. God inhabits the praises of his people. Does that mean? He means he comes amongst those who love to praise him. He reveals himself where those who go after him, seek him, to know him. He loves to inhabit. He loves to reveal who he is. Jesus. 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 No matter what's going on in your life at this moment, Good, bad, challenges, whatever. Just exalt him. Lift his name. When you say his name, it's like you're exalting him over every circumstance, every situation, every challenge, everything. 
your finances, your workplace, your home, your family, relationships, everything. When you lift him up, you're lifting him up over any sickness, over any circumstance. Jesus, Jesus, your name is greater. Your name is more powerful. Thank you, Jesus, 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 the exalted one, the exalted one. The living one, who's the one who's been raised to the highest place, seated at the right hand of the Father. There is no higher place than that one. And the amazing thing is we are raised to be seated with him. We are seated with him in heavenly places at the right hand of the Father. There is no higher place to be seated. There is no higher place to be positioned. Oh, every one of us that knows Jesus, you're in that position right now. Seated with Christ in heavenly places then you can look down on all the issues. You can look down on all the challenges. You can look down on all the stuff because everything in comparison with Him is smaller because He is greater. He is mighty. He is Lord. He is King. Oh, when you magnify Him, you magnify Him and everything else then is minimalized because you magnify Him over whatever is trying to magnify itself over you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When you spend time just praising him, worshiping him, saying his name, something happens on the inside of you. Something rises up on the inside. This strength, this life, the life of who he is rises up. This energy, this energy of God just rises up on the inside of you. Faith begins to rise. Expectation begins to rise. Courage begins to rise. Boldness begins to rise. The tenacity in him begins to rise. And you say, no, I'm not having this any longer. I'm not having that any longer. I'm not going to listen to that lie or come under that thing or whatever it might be. Something rises up on the inside. And you say, no, I'm not a victim. I'm a victor. I'm not somebody who gets defeated. I'm one who has victory. Because the one who is in me is victory. The one who in me has never known defeat. Therefore, as I lay hold of him, as I take hold of him and who I am in him. I can look everything in the eye and say, I'm going to have you. I might be small in the natural, but I've got somebody much greater than who you are. Whatever's coming against you, whatever resistance there is, the lies of the enemy, whatever's going on, Father, I exalt you over my life. I exalt you over them, whatever it is. And as you exalt him, what are you doing? You're submitting yourself to him. And the Bible says that when we submit ourselves to God and we then resist the devil, he has to flee. And when we're exalting him and giving him glory, what are we doing? We're saying, Father, you are Lord and I'm not. You are greater and I'm less. You're saying you're in charge and I'll follow you and do whatever you say. What are we doing? We're submitting to him and then in that place, because of what rises up, you say, devil, that's it, no further. I come against that in the name of Jesus. I take authority over that. I'm not living under that. I'm not living with that. I'm not taking that any longer. And the enemy is pushed back simply as we exalt him. As we exalt him, our enemies are scattered. As we exalt him over our families, salvation gets released into our families. As we exalt him, you know, his healing power is released. As we, when we talk about the problem, we magnify it. But when we speak of who he is, the problem is lessened. And then we speak to the thing so that it has to move because he is more powerful. Father, we exalt you over our life, our lives individually and together as a people. We praise you and we exalt you over worthy and cruelly. 
We exalt you over Burgess Hill. We exalt you over this 25-mile radius. We exalt you over this nation. Father, we exalt you as Lord. We praise your name. We thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. You have not finished with our nation yet in any way, shape or form. Father, we thank you for your heart for our nation. We thank you. You died once and you died for all. I thank you for your heart for our nation to see the tide turn of a godless society, to see you work and move afresh in our land, in our nation, in every city, every town, every village, every place where there is breath in a person. We thank you, Father, that your heart is for them to see their life transformed. Father, we ask you to move in the church in the UK, that you would raise up a body of people who are living passionately, living, seeking to you, living holy, living right. Father, a people that love you and love people and love the world. Father, I thank you that you raise up a church that is on the move in this nation. A church who's moving in the word and the spirit together. Moving in your power, moving in your life, moving in your authority. Father, we thank you for a church on the move in our nation, in every corner, in every place, Father. The church being who you've called us to be, Father. We thank you. A church on the front foot, not on the back foot. Oh, Father, we thank you. We praise your name. We praise your name for a church on the move in our nation. A church, the church on the move in our nation. Father, would you move in denominations? Would you move in all the streams and networks of churches? Father, where anybody is saying, God, I want to know you, would you move? Would you? We thank you that when somebody opens the door slightly, you step right in and move and meet with them. Father, we pray for church leaders all over the nation, that there would be men and women of your word, preach your word, teach your word, be full of your spirit, being led by the spirit. They would move in the things of the spirit. Father, we thank you for a spiritual people in this nation, Father. We thank you for a church on the move. We thank you for leaders on the move with you. We praise your name. Father, we pray for the body of Christ in every sphere of influence, Father. In every part of the workplace, in every part of society. Every place where we set our feet. Father, you say you give us those places. Father, we thank you for a kingdom people in this nation on the move. In every place, every office block, every shop, every factory. Every place where work is done, deals are done. Father, we thank you for your kingdom coming through your people. Father, we thank you for a church on fire, a church on fire. Father, I thank you for the church in this nation on fire. A passion, a hunger to know you, to walk with you, to be led by you. So that when we go out into the world, most of the time where we are in our lives, that we take the fire, we take the life, we take the love, we take the authority, we take the power of your kingdom out, Father, overcoming every demonic force, overcoming every spirit of this age, not, Father, shrinking back, but stepping forward. Father, I thank you that you're causing the church to become overcomers, to be overcomers in this nation. Father, in the corridors of power, we ask you for your fresh anointing on every believer who works in Parliament, whether they're MPs, a civil servant, or whatever they do up there. Father, we thank you for a fresh anointing in Parliament, in the offices, the different buildings, on the believers, Father, to be who you've called them to be, to be Daniels, to be Josephs, Father, to be in these places, Father, bring in your word, bring in your heart, bring in your, your, the things from heaven down onto earth in these places. We thank you for your favour on them, your favour in the workplace, your favour in the conversations with those they're serving, Father, who might have an authority in some way over a council or a, a county or a region or the nation. Father, we pray you would raise up believers to be a voice in those places, 
to be a voice in those places. They would speak the truth, Father, with a, with a compassionate heart, with a right heart. Bring in wisdom, bring in understanding, bring in your word. Father, would you move up and down the country in local authorities? Would you move, Father, through believers? Would you raise believers up in places, not just to influence in terms of power, but actually to influence in terms of your kingdom, Father, coming in to local authorities and local areas, Father. Bring in your heart of compassion for the poor, for the needy, for those who need help in different ways. Father, we thank you for your church on the move, being your hands and feet, your heart, Father, in communities, in towns, in regions and in this nation. Father, we thank you. You've called the church to be a light, a light, a light out there in the world, in the midst of all the darkness and all the stuff going on. Father, we praise your name for a church on the move in our nation. We're thanking him. Even if we don't see it fully, we're thanking him right now. Because what does faith do? Faith thanks him in advance because we've received something on the inside before we see it on the outside. So, Father, I thank you for a church on the move. I thank you, your church, being salt and light in this nation. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Salt and light in our nation. Father, we praise your name. I thank you, Father, for a church on the move in this nation. We thank you for a release of salvation in this nation. A tsunami of salvation being released. Father, I thank you the floodgates of heaven are open for salvation in our nation. I thank you for the supernatural being accompanying the gospel going out. The gospel being preached. Signs and wonders taking place. Father, I thank you that the world cannot replicate genuine miracles. But yet you and your body, the body of Christ, can see miracles being released that defy reasoning, that defy the natural. But nobody can defy the reality of what you do in somebody's life. So, Father, we thank you for a church on the move, a church of the Word and a church of the Spirit. A church of the Word and a church of the Spirit. Men and women of the Spirit and the Word. Young people, children of the Spirit and of the Word. We thank you for a generation on the move with you, Father. We thank you that you raise up our own young people and children in, the, in our church and in the church across the UK, in this nation, Father. We thank you for this younger generation, Father, having a, a, to, a deep conviction on the inside of who you are amongst the pressures, the challenges, the culture of the day and everything that the world is trying to throw at them and suppress them and, and tell them you've got to shut up and be silent. Father, I thank you that the sound of who you are on the inside of this generation, Father, is louder than anything that the enemy can try and suppress. So, Father, I thank you for a deep conviction in this young generation about who you are, that they would know you and do mighty exploits, Father, in this time, in this hour, amongst their generation. Father, I thank you that you raise up young people, girls and guys, Father, with deep conviction, who have a calling anointing on their life to be in places of influence, places that are going to make a difference, Father. Thank you that you raise up prime ministers, you raise up MPs, you raise up leaders in business, you raise up entrepreneurs, you raise up educators, you raise up creative people. Father, you raise up apostles and prophets and and the fivefold ministry. Father, I thank you. You raise up trainers and equippers and pastors and leaders. Father, we thank you right across the board to serve your kingdom purposes. I praise your name. I thank you for a younger generation on the move, Father. We thank you for a release of anointing, more on worship songs being written, stuff that honours you, glorifies you. 
Oh, Father, we thank you. We praise your name. We thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. Father, I thank you that every one of us is part of what you're doing in this hour. We don't just get up, have breakfast, go to work, come home, eat dinner, do whatever, go to sleep, get up, have breakfast, go to work, come home, have dinner, go to sleep, go to the old prayer meeting Sunday morning. Father, I thank you. You called us to more than that. You called us as ambassadors of your kingdom on earth. To see your kingdom life released on earth. We thank it is nothing mundane in your kingdom. There's nothing that is just drudgery, drudgery in your kingdom. Because your kingdom is life. Your kingdom is power. Oh, we praise your name. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. Father, I thank you every person in here that knows you is anointed with your Holy Spirit and power. In the same way that Jesus, Peter described Jesus, that he was a man who was anointed with the Holy Spirit and power, who went around doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. And Father, I thank you the same Holy Spirit that was on Jesus in him. I thank you the same Holy Spirit is in us today, right now. You're the same yesterday, today and forever. Just thank the Lord wherever you are. Father, I thank you. You've anointed me with your Holy Spirit and power. And that you want me to go around in my life doing good and healing all those who are oppressed to the enemy. Because God is with me. It's not because of me. It's because God is with me. And therefore I have the healer. I have the saviour. I have the deliverer. I have the one that I need on the inside of me. So that when I'm going around I can do good. I can serve. I can love. I can meet needs. I can lay hands on the sick. And they will recover. Father, I thank you. You've called us to be a church on the move. Not a church sitting down with our feet kind of crossed, our legs crossed. But you've said, no, come on, it's time to stand. It's time to advance. time to move forward in every way. I thank you that we're a church on the move. Father, I thank you for those who have been saved in the last few months. I thank you for the depth of what you're doing. But Father, we know there's more. There's so many more that need to know you, need to be set free, need to be delivered. Those you've got your hand on, those lives that need transforming. Father, we thank you. We praise your name. This is just the beginning, but there's so much more. And like Paul the Apostle said, he's stretching out for more. Father, we do that this morning. We're stretching out to know you more. And in that, we're stretching out to see more take place through our life together and as as individuals. Father, we praise your name. We thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you. We're not just turned up for a service on a Sunday to tick a religious box and say, I went, I feel good about myself. I can enjoy the week now. Father, I thank you. You're not religious in any way. But Father, when you gather your people together, it's because you want us to agree together, believe together. You want to to move amongst us and work in our hearts and lives. Yes, you want to speak. Yes, we're here to worship and all of that. But Father, I thank you. You gather us because you want to mobilize us. And when you mobilize, you then send us. And you send us with a whole host of heaven to go with us. I thank you, Father, that we don't just go on our own. But we go with you, the whole of your kingdom. Because you say your kingdom's not over there or over here. But my kingdom is within you. And Father, I thank you that we have the full resources of your kingdom in us right now. Nothing lacking, nothing missing. Father, I thank you that every one of us is fully loaded with who you are, with your kingdom life. We praise your name. We thank you, Jesus. 
We praise your name. Praise your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just thank you for what you have. Don't go by your emotions. Say, well, I don't feel like I've got it. it. It doesn't matter what you feel like. Just thank him for what you have. Thank you, Father. I have your kingdom life. I have the fullness of who you are. I have the abundance of your life. I have the riches of who you are. Father, I thank you. Let's just raise our voices a little bit and, and just engage with God a bit more. Just thank him. Don't be passive this morning and just listen to what's said or just feel or wait for a feeling. Engage your heart. Use your, let the, let the overflow of the, the, your heart speak through your mouth right now. Father, I thank you. I'm a kingdom person. Thank you that I'm not here by accident. Thank you that my life matters. I thank you you've called me by name. I thank you you've got me on the bus. And you've got me on the right seat on the bus. And you've got me on this journey, Father, with you, with everybody else here. Father, I thank you that we're here to see lives change. We're here to see society transformed. We're here to see the turning of a tide of a godless society. Father, I thank you. You've got me on the right bus in the right seat at the right time. I thank you. I'm not here by accident. I'm here by your purposes and by your design and by your calling. I thank you that your hand is upon my life. I thank you. You have anointed me with your Holy Spirit and power. Father, I thank you. I praise your name for where I work, where I live, for my neighbours, for my work colleagues, for my family. Father, I thank you for all of them right now. Those that are easy to get on with, those that are challenging, whoever they are. Father, I thank you for every one of them. And Father, I thank you. You've called me to where I work. I thank you for that workplace environment. Father, I know you want me to thrive in that place. You want to thrive in that place. You want to impact lives. And so, Father, I thank you. You've put me there at this time, at this season. Maybe you're a mum at the moment and you're raising your kids. Thank you. This is a great season to be in. A great season to be in if you're raising kids. Just think of the investment you're putting into them. Shaping one, two, three, four lives, however many kids you've got. Father, I thank you for the mums in this place that are investing in their children, shaping their kids' lives. What a call. What a call to disciple those as they're growing, in the, to know God, in the things of God. And then what they're going to do as they grow up, you know, from naught to ten, then, then they're teenage, ten to twenty, and then whatever God leads them into. Father, I thank you for the amazing privilege of being a parent. Father, I thank you for fresh anointing on every mum, every dad in this place to raise their kids as young men and women of God who are going to know you and walk with you and have that backbone in their life, Father, in, their, in the culture and the society that they're in, to stand for you, to live, Father, in a way you're calling them to in the midst of the challenges. Father, I thank you for that grace on mums particularly today, fresh grace on every mum. Raising their kids, investing in their kids. Father, I thank you. I praise your name. What a season to be in. And and God graces you for that season. Father, we praise your name. We praise your name. We praise your name. Praise your name. Father, I thank you for the anointing on those who are called to intercession and prayer. Father, I thank you for the anointing on those. We're all called to pray. But some have a particular according to, for, for intercession, like regularly praying every week in different ways. Father, I thank you for fresh anointing on every person that you've called to intercede and to pray in that way. Each person that gathers in the week with others, wherever that may be, in the prayer room or in somebody's house or here or wherever it is. 
Father, I thank you, fresh anointing on the intercession, fresh anointing on the prayer. Father, I thank you that when they pray, literally it would be like pulling heaven down onto earth. I thank you for prophetic release. So when they're praying, it's like decrees and declarations coming out under that prophetic anointing. Father, I thank you for breakthroughs in the prayer when people gather to pray in that way. Father, I thank you for fresh anointing on all the intercession, all the prayer. Father, I thank you for that fresh breakthrough anointing. Father, on all those who gather to pray. And Father, any of us then say, I'd like to pray like that. We begin to step into something. Father, I thank you for a spirit of prayer being released and coming on us as a body in a new way, Father. So it's not just a few that pray, but as a body, we're praying. We're, we're like a surge in the spirit, pushing, moving as a body. Father, I thank you for the anointing to pray being released on us in a fresh way. Father, I thank you for the anointing on the worship, on all the worship team, whoever plays something, sings something, writes a song or puts an arrangement together, those who do the sound and everything else connected with the production stuff. Father, I thank you. Fresh anointing on the worship guys, Father. Fresh release on the worship guys. Father, songs that are right from heaven that release something on earth. Father, we praise your name. Fresh anointing on songwriting. Fresh anointing on working together in whatever way that's going to look like. Collaborating and working to release things in a creative way. Father, we thank you for a great release of the creativity for these guys. We thank you, Father. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing on that whole area. Father, I thank you. I thank you that increasingly that we're a body of habitation. A people of habitation where your presence resides that you don't just visit, that we don't, we don't want to be a people of visitation. We don't just want visits from you when, we, when you know, we just have a great time here and there. Father, we want to be a people of habitation, where you are residing, you're abiding, you're remaining, you are there. That every time we come together, it's like God's already here. He's, he's been waiting for us to gather together, you know, for us to start worshiping. He's already here. Father, we don't want to worship to get you to come, Father. We want to be a worshiping people so they're already here waiting, saying, I've been waiting since last night. I've been kind of just getting ready. I've been here waiting for you guys to arrive so together you can worship and meet with me and I can meet with you. Father, I thank you. I praise your name that you're waiting before we've even got here for us. In the morning when we get up, you're already waiting for us to come and spend time with you. You're already waiting because you're jealous for us. You're jealous about spending time with us. Father, I thank you. I praise your name. Praise your name. Praise your name. Jesus. Jesus. Father, I thank you for fresh anointing on every person who speaks and preaches and teaches across all the congregations. Father, I thank you. Fresh anointing on every person as they spend time with you, as they get into the word and, and, and through the reality of whatever they're living in, the revelation you give. Father, I thank you. Fresh anointing to teach the word, to open up the word. Father, I thank you to preach and whatever that might look like. Father, I thank you. Others, you want to raise up in teaching, in preaching and, and, and to release things into the body in that way. Father, I thank you. I thank you for those you've got an anointing. Father, every small group leader, everybody leading the small group. Father, fresh anointing on anybody who's mentoring and raising up leaders. Father, I thank you. If you're a leader in any way, shape or form, just put your hands in the air. You could be leading a small group. You could be mentoring small group leaders. You could be leading an area of ministry, worship, prayer. Doesn't matter what it is. Just raise both hands right now. Father, I thank you for the anointing of your Holy Spirit being released afresh in every person here that is leading in some way or other. Father, I thank you. Fresh anointing coming upon them 
to lead, Father, fresh revelation in your, from your word, fresh revelation from you, Father, so that we don't lead by knowledge or experience, but we lead being led by your spirit, Father. I thank you for people that are in tune with you, sensitive to your voice, hearing what you say, but people that lead, yes, with authority, but with compassion, with grace and, and with much mercy in whatever context that needs to be extended. Father, I thank you, fresh anointed in those areas, in pastorally, to, to care for people, to strengthen people, to speak into people's lives, to raise up and release people. Father, I thank you, fresh anointing all round for everything that's going on around here. Father, I thank you, fresh anointing on all the outreach, all the evangelism, all the going into the community. Father, I thank you, fresh anointing on our witness and sharing the gospel, preaching the gospel, giving our testimonies of who you are and what you've done. Father, I thank you, fresh anointing on the whole body in the area of outreach, on little builders, on other areas, on Alpha and other areas where we're reaching out beyond ourselves to see people's lives transformed. Father, I thank you for fresh anointing being released. For souls, fresh anointing for people to come to know you. Father, I thank you with that fresh anointing to make disciples. To make, Father, I thank you a great commission is go out there and win souls. You say, go and make disciples. Father, I think it's not about a hand in the air on a Sunday. It's about what our life being transformed and what it means to make disciples. People that are going to walk with you and stick with you and follow you for the rest of their lives. Father, we thank you for fresh anointing to make disciples. To make disciples. Father, I thank you for that equipping, the anointing, the enabling of your Holy Spirit to make disciples, which includes seeing people saved. Father, I thank you. I praise your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, you are so good. 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 Thank you, Jesus. 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 Oh God, you're so good, so good, so good. You are so good, you are so good. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You are so good, you are Lord, you are God, you are mighty, you are powerful. Thank you. I just believe God's saying, I believe God's saying, don't, don't wait for me, I'm ready. It's like God's saying, don't wait for me, I'm ready. I'm ready. Father, I thank you. You've given us your Holy Spirit. You've anointed us with your life and with your power. And you're ready. Therefore, because you're ready, then we're ready in that sense. We're ready for today and everything you want to do today and then whatever that looks like tomorrow when we get there. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're anointed to share your testimony and tell your friends, neighbours, work colleagues. You're anointed to share your testimony and tell other people about Jesus. You're anointed to heal the sick. You're anointed to heal the sick. If we stand here and say, oh, well, I'm not anointed for that or this, that, or the other, we're basically saying to the Lord, well, your word there is not true about me. And every word that he speaks into our lives is true for us. It's true for you. It's true for me. It's true for who we are because God is not a man that he should lie. He, every, he can't lie because he is the truth. So when God, who is the truth, speaks truth into our lives, it must be true. <laughs> there can't be anything false about it because he is the truth. He is the life. 
So when he speaks, it's because he's speaking of what is true. And so when he says, believers will lay hands on the sick and they'll recover, you're a believer. You've never seen God, but you know he's real. Why? Because you believe. That's what it means. Believers will lay hands on the sick. And you're a believer, therefore, you lay hands on the sick. You speak to a sickness. It has to go. Something has to shift. Oh, Father, you're so good, so good, so good. We praise you. We exalt you. We magnify your name. We magnify your name. We're here for him today. We're not here just to hear a message and say, was that what, you know, did it fit in with last week's and what does that mean now? No, we're here for him. We're here to fix our eyes on him. We're here to look at him this morning. We're here, yes, we're here to hear from him, but we're here to be charged by the Holy Spirit. We're here today to receive from the Holy Spirit, but maybe in a different way. So maybe just raise your hands and don't sit down and just check out the moment. Just maybe jump to your feet if you've already sat down and kind of thought, well, you know, he's going on a bit long. When's he going to start preaching? This is it. There is not a preach. This is it. So don't, don't wait. Don't wait for when's he going to open the Bible. We've had some verses from the Bible already, you know, and, and God is speaking and doing and working. It's the word at work in us. It's the word and spirit working and moving in our hearts and lives right now. We, we, we're here to meet with God. We're here for us to meet with him. We're here to seek him and uh, we're here to know him. That's why we're here today. We're here to be fueled by the Holy Spirit. We're here to make sure that every connection with God in our, in our lives is unhindered. We're here this morning to make sure that everything in our heart and life is lined up with Him. Say, Father, that's why I'm here today, because I want to be fully in tune with You. I don't want to be on another frequency. I want to live on Your frequency. And when you live on God's frequency, that is the most relevant frequency to live on that's going to transform the world. The most relevant and effective frequency to live on to impact people's lives is God's frequency. Jesus lived totally in tune with the Father. And because he was totally in tune with the Father, he was totally in tune with dealing with the issues of life and people and whatever was going on that they needed. So when we're in that frequency, in tune with him, we're right in tune with what the world needs. Because you know when you're in tune with him, there's a sensitivity to the voice of God, to the leading of the Holy Spirit. When you're in situations, you get a little nudge, go and talk to them, go and serve them, take them for a coffee. At lunch. You might be at work and you get this sense about somebody and, you, and, and the Holy Spirit just nudges you with a little thought about them. You say, hey, can we just, you know, do you want to grab a cup of tea at lunchtime or whatever? And you just say, how are you doing? How's it going? And, and, and you have to do it by faith. I, how that unfolds, I've got no idea. That's why we have to trust him because the Christian life is a life of faith. But there's something on the inside of you that is more powerful than anything any of your work colleagues, friends or neighbours or family have if they don't know him. There's something on the inside of you. It's called the life of Jesus Christ. It's called the life of the kingdom of God. And you have, we have, I have something more powerful on the inside than anybody can, uh, any, you know, can oppose in any way. Father, we praise you. We exalt you. Oh, wow, is that the time? Thank you, Jesus. We're going to have communion together. And I was going to bring something else, but <clears throat> the Holy Spirit had some other ideas. And um, so we're, we're going to have, why? Because the power of what the bread being broken 
And Jesus saying, this is my body, which is given for you. And then the cup that was taken, this is my blood. This is a new covenant, which is shed for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. And he said, every time you drink this, every time you eat this, remember me. But what did Paul the Apostle say in Corinthians? He said, uh, some are sick and some have died because they haven't discerned um, <clears throat> what communion, what it really means, the power, haven't discerned the things of God in terms of communion. It, it didn't mean because they didn't discern it, God killed them. That's not what it means. It means because they didn't understand the power of it and eat and drink by faith, they didn't receive their healing. They didn't receive what God wanted to, for them to be imparted into their life through breaking bread and drinking of the cup. And it's interesting how out of all the things, all the, all the feasts in the Old Testament, they give us understanding about who Jesus is and about God's purposes. But, you know, when, when Jesus came, the only thing that he actually told us to do on a regular basis was breaking bread. He didn't say keep all the feasts and do all of this, that and the other. We, the feasts give us understanding of the purposes of God and they're significant in terms of the purposes of God and understanding what happens and, and, and what God is doing. But the thing that he said to do was to break bread. Why? Because we're appropriating the power and the victory of the cross in our lives and everything that that means. So... We need to discern the Lord's body, as Paul said in Corinthians. And we've already prayed earlier on in the meeting, people to be healed and taken authority over this, that and the other. But when we eat and drink of him, we want to encounter him. We want to meet with him. And so if the service could come round, that'd be great. And if you can just break up the bread and and just break it all up into loads of bits so that it just helps with the, the the time of passing it along just for the sake of time, when the cup comes round, just actually drink some and then pass it on. Don't stand there and hold it for like 30 seconds and while you're praying. Do that with the bread in your hand and, and eat that when you want. But when the cup comes, just immediately take a sip, pass it on and then just spend time just continuing to, to be with the Lord just from a, a time point of view. But let's discern the Lord's body. If you know there's anything that you need to resolve in your heart right now towards the Lord or to anybody else, This is really important. Before we even eat or drink anything, we need to make sure our hearts are right before God and others. So anything you need to, any stuff going on, any anxiety, any stuff, any issues with others, whatever they may be, your husband or your wife, with your kids or your parents or friends or neighbours, whoever it is, This is not a time to say, well, it wasn't my fault or it's their fault. Just, Father, I just ask you to forgive me for any attitude I've had towards anybody else. If there's anything outstanding with anybody, vertically, with God, we, we want to make sure our heart is right, but then we need to go and have the conversations horizontally with others to make things right. In James chapter 5, he says, confess your sins to one another <clears throat> so that you may be healed. And that healed is, is not just physical healing, it means to be made whole. 
And so we're having communion this morning. This is, a, this is what it represents. It's not just a quick bit of bread and a bit of a sip of something before we nip home and have lunch. This is understanding the power of who God is, the power of what he did on the cross, the victory that he won, what we take hold of and appropriate by faith right now. Thank you, Jesus. If you guys want to start passing it around, that'd be great. Tobes, can you just come up, mate, and play the keyboards or something? And, um, or somebody, I don't mind who. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So wherever you are, you might need to receive some healing. Maybe as you eat, you're just in his presence right now. As you drink of the cup, his blood cleanses us from all sin. He purifies us from every unrighteousness. If you're here this morning, you know you've walked with God, but you've not been walking with him. And, and you're like, I oh, know I need to come back to the Lord this morning. This is as you, you can pray and give yourself to the Lord, but then have communion straight away saying, I want from this day on, I want to eat of you and I want to drink of you. I want to take hold of your life in a fresh way. But I thank you for the cleansing power of your blood. I thank you, you restore me. I thank you, you bring me back to you right now. <clears throat> Maybe some of you here today, you don't know Jesus. You've never surrendered your life to him. This meal that we're having is for those who believe. They already have a relationship with God. And maybe you're here this morning, you don't know him. But you know on the inside, there's something going off. You've heard some stuff. You've asked some questions. You, but there's something going on the inside this morning where it's like, wow, I, I feel everything's kicking off. My heart is beating more. I just have this, this kind of gut thing on the inside that, that Jesus is real. Or you might be here today saying, I wanna, I've come here today to actually give my life to Jesus. Just wherever you are, you can do that now. In terms of just taking a step towards him. You can very, just put things in your own words. God, I'm here. I don't necessarily understand everything going on, but I know you're real. And I want to give my life to you. I don't know what that means fully, but I want want you in my life. I want to give my life to you. And the Bible says when we give our lives to him, we're making him Lord. We're making him number one. He becomes the center of our lives and everything else then flows from who he is in us. simply just respond to him God I'm here today I just want to give you my life I need to be forgiven for all the stuff that I've done wrong all the sin that I've done that has separated me from you and I ask you you forgive me would you cleanse me would you clean me up Father I just pray for anybody here today that is responding to you like that I thank you that you would meet with them right now You're revealing who you are into their lives. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're so good, so good. Just receive from him wherever you are now. Just receive from him. Just his life afresh, his presence, his hand upon you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. You're so good, Lord. So good, so good, so good. You're amazing. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.